Hey everyone, and welcome back to the Transitioning Through Life podcast. I hope you're all having a stellar week. It's only Tuesday, so if it's not going so great right now, don't worry. I'm going to send you all sorts of positive vibes, and together we're going to get through this week. We're going to end it on a high note, and it's going to end up being one of the best weeks that we've had in a while. So, I wanted to hop on today, and I want to talk about relationships. For those of you who don't know, I am married. I've been married to my wife for almost three years now, and we've been together for almost seven years. I was fortunate enough to meet my wife within the first couple weeks of coming out as trans. So she's been here with me through everything. Um, as I transitioned into being Caden and really embracing everything that is Caden and came with being transgender, my wife also went through this process with me, um, and we developed our relationship within my transition um and i think for me that's really special she was there for me with my name change and top surgery she gives me my t-shirt every week um there is really no part of my transition that jewel did not have a at least a hand or help in and it makes me really happy and it makes me really proud but i also think that my relationship is what i get asked the most questions on you know, how did Joel feel when I told her that I was transgender? Um, are there limits and boundaries in our relationship? What kind of limits and boundaries do we have? Is Joel allowed to out me? I think it's probably my, the question I get asked the most. You know, what are the, the limitations in which Joel can and can't out me? So I want to address some of these questions. I want to go over and kind of give you an inside look as to what my relationship looks like from the inside and how being transgender has played an played a part on our, our relationship and how we've grown individually as well as with each other. So let's get rolling. Hey everyone, and welcome to the Transitioning Through Life podcast, where we connect and inspire transgender individuals to love and accept themselves unconditionally. All right, everyone. So I kind of want to just jump right in with this and just kind of give you an overview of some of the questions that I was asked and my answers to these questions. And I think one of the first things people ask me is how did Joel react or how did I feel when I came out to her as trans? So I came out to Joel very early in terms of being trans, mostly because I wanted to make sure my pronouns were correct. And at the time, because I was so fresh off the closet, so to speak, um, the only way I felt to accurately explain why my pronouns were the way they were was to explain that I was transgender. You know, I, I b- truly believe we're headed into an era where that's not necessary, where you don't have to explain that your pronouns may not match your physical appearance on the outside. Um, and I think it's going to be a lot easier to just explain to someone in the future, you know, oh, well, it's him and he or what have you. And it's just going to be that simple. Um, I did not feel that way seven years ago when I came out to Jewel. I felt like in order for her to understand that it was him and he and I'm a boy that I needed to explain that I was transgender. So in turn, I, I came out to Jewel really early, like within the first like 24 to 48 hours of meeting her. Um, I came out as transgender. Now... I don't think it usually works this way, but I was beyond fortunate. And I will probably make that statement that I was extremely fortunate at multiple points in times during this podcast. Um, Because when I told Joel, she said, that's perfect, I'm bisexual. Like, gender is not really a preference for her. Um, She she likes girls, she likes boys. Um, We've had the conversation of like pansexual versus bisexual, but Julia's definitely bisexual there are certain things that she looks for and guys and i fit 
every every bit of that. Um, and then there's things that she looked for in girls, and she was like, you're just not a girl. And as a relationship has grown, it becomes more and more obvious, and, you know, the bisexual part really doesn't play a factor, because she's like, well, you're a guy, you're my husband, we're a straight couple. So, and that's kind of how we, you know, announce ourselves to other, like, yes, we are a straight couple, I am a guy, she is a girl, um, but Jewel is bisexual, um, and I'm probably as, as straight as straight can come. Um, so I think that that had a huge part to play in at least the beginning stages of our relationship because I was never really concerned of whether or not Jewel accepted me as being trans. It never was a question or a doubt in my mind that she may just be pretending to appease me um, or, you know, maybe secretly telling people that I was crazy behind my back or anything like that. Um, it was very apparent from, from the get that Jewel completely, un or not completely, but she understood, um, and she had this, you know, respect for me to never falter, she never got my pronouns wrong, never got my name wrong, it was never an issue from, from start till now, um, and if anything, I think as the relationship has grown, there's just times that she looks at me and she's like, it's just, it's mind-boggling to me that anyone ever thought you were any other way, like, you, it's just so vividly clear that I was always a guy, that I was always meant to be transgender, and so, I think for me that kind of puts me at ease when she's known me for so long and she's like you just you've always had to be a guy like there's really no other option for you um so that that's kind of how that went Jewel was, was just super accepting about the whole thing from the beginning um there wasn't anything that she was ever uncertain about um she was always very open and asked questions Jewel's a pretty blunt person um so for her she was like if I have questions I'm just gonna ask like I don't want you to be offended like and tell me if I'm being offensive but I'm just gonna ask and I'm like that's that's fine I may not have all the answers but I'll I'm gonna do the best that I can um, and I think that actually kind of, like, leads me into the next point. Jewel's knowledge of transgender, what I was experiencing, what I was going through, how I felt, how transitioning made me feel, was very important for me. Um, it's not something I really wanted to hide from her. I definitely tried to hide a lot of, like, my feelings and emotions on being transgender. In the beginning, um, any of my dysphoria would try and hide any of my discomfort or unwanting, you know, not wanting to be out in a public situation. Um, definitely took a toll on our relationship at the beginning. Jewel is a ridiculous social butterfly. Um, if she had it her way, she would be out doing something every single second of every single day. Um, she doesn't really believe in sleep, um, whereas I would never leave the comfort of our home if it was my choice. Um, it was definitely a good balance when we came together because I would make her stay in and she would make me go out and try and be social and meet other people. Um, and so, we had to put a lot of kind of stipulations and uh, like boundaries with going out. Um, some of her friends were not accepting of me being transgender. And I remember at several points in times us kind of having issues, not with our relationship, but like with some of her friends that were just completely unaccepting of me being trans and there were ties that were cut. Um, and for me, what was so amazing and it, what, what really showed me that this was going to be a long-term affair was... I never had to ask Julia to end any of her friendships. And it was never as if I had to go to her and be like, hey, like, this isn't a good person to have in your life. Like, they don't love me. They don't accept me. They can't respect my pronouns. Joel always took care of it before I even had to make a big deal out of it. It was never me coming to her and expressing my, my fears and concerns. She understood that 
it was a big deal to me, and for her, it was a big deal to her, like, you needed to respect me in the same manner that you respected her, um, and she wasn't going to stand for anyone not treating me the right way or treating me unfairly, and she was always the first one to say something or to put an end to it, which, I get, it just really solidified the fact that, like, she did care about me, she did love me, she wanted me to be successful, and she truly saw the person that I am, um, even through the beginning stages of my transition, she was like, it's okay, because I know where you're headed, I know the kind of person that you're going to be, and that you're growing into, and I want to be part of that 110%, and that just really lifted everything off my shoulders, and made it a lot easier to be open with her and honest throughout my transition on my good days on my bad days um and just really express how i was feeling and for her to be able to help me really in any way she could she would help me call doctors um she would go with me to all of my appointments it was if i was feeling uneasy she did everything she could to help me um we, we played with colors together she's a fashion major so she would help me figure out like what would work well and what made me look feminine she was like no this you may want to avoid that, or, hey, that looks really good, like, there is no one on planet Earth that would ever think you were anything other than the guy that you are, um, and that was super helpful, um, throughout every, every bit of my transition, even to this day, she's like, eh, we may want to, we may want to avoid that pattern, let's try this instead, um, and for me, that's just always been such a big help, and she does it in such a way that it doesn't diminish me, and she, you know, still makes me feel very masculine and very confident in who I am, and the way that she helps me, you know, grow, flourish, and all of these other wonderful things. So, as far as boundaries in our relationship go, there are some definite definite boundaries. First off, if you're in a relationship and you have no boundaries, I am not going to tell you how to live your life, but you just may want to sit down and really think about that. Um, because every relationship, in my opinion, needs to have boundaries. You need to have limits. Um, and those limits, I think, will change over time. Joel and I do not have the same limits and boundaries now that we did in the beginning of our relationship. Um, before top surgery, um, I had a lot of no-fly zones. Um, anytime we were having any type of, like, sexual encounter, um, and this is a really awkward conversation, so if I f sound a little awkward, I apologize ahead. I'm working on being more open about things like this. Um, but anytime that we would have, like, a sexual encounter, um, really, like, I had a lot of no-fly zones. You couldn't touch my top half particularly for top surgery. Um, you know, my, my top half wouldn't come off. I've never really had extreme bottom dysphoria. Um, I would definitely come out and say that. So the bottom half was not as like make it or break it for me, but my top half was. And so I had a lot of, you can't really touch me here. Um, I don't feel comfortable with this kind of setting or this kind of position. Um, you know, this is what you are and aren't allowed to do that makes me feel comfortable. Um, now after top surgery, a lot of my no-fly zones really disappeared and there was really very little that I still had an issue with as far as like please don't touch me here and please don't act like this um and Jewel was very open I think it was very awkward for us to talk about like what we do and don't like in a bedroom setting but it was extremely life-changing from our relationship standpoint um it allowed us to become really vulnerable with with each other and really get down to like that hey this is what makes me feel comfortable this is what makes me want to continue to do what we're doing um and this is what makes me want to put on all my clothes and run for the hills and so being able to have 
those kind of discussions and be able to set those boundaries with each other, I think really helped our relationship grow in every possible aspect. It allowed me to become not just confident in myself, but confident in our relationship. It allowed me to feel safe. It allowed me to feel comfortable. And I think if you were to ask Joel, she would say the same thing. Um, there was always open discussion about, hey, maybe try this differently, or, you know, hey, let's, let's try this instead, you know, and we didn't even have to necessarily, you know, rag on the other one and be like, oh my gosh, this is off, why would you ever think that, because that just ruins the mood and ruins it for everyone involved, um, but it was always more of like a, hey, in the future, we may just want to try it like this, or hey, I'm, just, I'm not really sure how I feel about that, you know, maybe we should, you know, go, go about it a different way. So I think the most important question, and the question I get asked most frequently, is when does Jewel have the right to out me? Or does she have the right to out me as being trans? And to be completely honest, Jewel does have the ability to out me as transgender. Now we have discussed in extreme depth and detail the situations in which I feel are appropriate for her to out me. And kind of the conversation that needs to be had when she is outing me. Um, and we're very particular about who we tell that I am transgender to. Um, I will say, if you are already part of the rainbow spectrum, you're part of the LGBTQIA+, um, if you're part of any of that, typically we're pretty open right off the bat, like, oh yeah, my, my husband's transgender. And that is definitely something that I really have no issue with. Um, Part of me learning to become more open about being transgender means that I have to learn to accept and allow my wife to do the same. Um, and one of the things I've learned through that is there are questions that people don't feel comfortable asking me, but they do feel comfortable asking Joel. As far as my transition goes and the things that I've gone through, the things that we have gone through in our relationship. And for the sake of make, wanting everyone to be educated, Joel has the right to answer those questions. I also feel that she's been through this with me, and she may not be the person going through it, but Jewel's fully aware that she didn't herself go through these things, but she experienced them with me. She went through me, went with me to get my top surgery consultation. You know, she, she was there when I got my first testosterone shot. She sat through court with me when I was getting my name changed. So there are definitely certain things that she has a right to speak on, in my opinion. You know, there's questions that she gets asked, like, oh, well, how did Caden feel after that? And she's like, well, I don't really know, like, how Caden feel, like, felt, like, we didn't really talk about it, you know, but I, I know this is what happened, and this is kind of the circumstance behind X, Y, and Z, you know, and then she'll come home, and she typically asks me, she's like, hey, I had someone ask me today, like, how you felt during this, and, like, I'm, just, I'm not really sure, like, I've never asked you that question before, um, and we'll, we'll have that discussion, and, you know, we try and keep things pretty open and, you know, honest with people. We both kind of fall into the ideology that in order for other people to really understand what being transgender is all about and how it, how it feels or really you know kind of getting down to the nitty-gritty of being trans we've got to be willing to be open we've got to be willing to educate other people um there are so many people particularly in julia's workplace that had never heard the term transgender before, had never met someone who was transgender before. So, you know, when it comes up or when someone comes into their office who happens to be transgender and none of them know how to react or how to respond, it's second, you know, it's real easy for Jewel because 
she doesn't feel like she has to do anything different. And for whatever reason, there's this growing stigma that you need to treat these people differently. You know, we need to be treated differently because we're transgender. Or some people get really awkward and they're like, I don't know what pronoun to use. And they feel as if it's wrong or it's rude to ask you what your pronoun is. So they refrain from it altogether and then they end up misgendering you. And I don't necessarily think that that's their goal. But if it's one thing I've learned especially with Jules' job particularly, it's that we are in a prime position to educate so many different people on being a transgender individual, being in a transgender relationship, because so many people have have no idea and they think it is so different from being, you know, just any standard cis human being. And the reality is it's really not that different. And when I originally thought about doing this podcast, I thought, well, I'll have Jewel get on the podcast with me because who better to speak about, you know, being in this relationship with someone who has transgender than, you know, my wife. And we were talking about it and she was like, you don't want me to do that. And I'm like, why, why wouldn't I want you to do that? And she is like, you ask me all the time, like what it's like to be transgender. Like, is it any different dating you than it was dating the guys that I dated before you or dating the girl that I dated before you? She's like, and it's no different. Like, there is no difference between dating you, being in a relationship with you, being married to you, than it was with any other relationship that I had been in. It's, have you been in a relationship before? Guess what? Then you know what it's like to date someone who's transgender, because it's no different than any other relationship. And that is, that's so true, and I sit there, and I'm like, I want to argue with you, and I want to tell you that it has to be different, but it really doesn't. And... I think one of the biggest things that is overlooked in any kind of relationship, transgender or not, is your ability to communicate with each other. And Jewel and I have had, you know, older generations of couples tell us that we do a pretty phenomenal job with communicating. There are are really no secrets. I say are really, there are no secrets between Jewel and I. Like, we are pretty open books. You know, I have been told how Jewel's daily bowel movements have been. Like, there is no secrets in our relationship. Like... We tell each other everything. We lay it all out. And I think that is a curse and a blessing all at the same time. But if anything, I think has grown our relationship tenfold. And it has allowed us to not just grow our relationship, but it's given us the ability to grow as individual people. Because we're not scared to look at the other one and say, like, hey, I need some space. I need some time. Like, I think I'm doing some self-discovery, some self-growth right now. And I just don't think that it could be fixed. It can be solved or discovered, you know, with with you, with a counterpart. I think that's something that I just have to go through. And it's extremely relieving to be able to have your partner look at you and be like, absolutely. Like, we all have growth to do. You do your thing. If you need me, I'm here for you. And I think that is really what separates the dynamic of our relationship from other relationships and not even like that it's a great outstanding relationship like Jewel and I still have so many things that we are working on and working through together but I think it's the ability to communicate with each other in the way that we do that is extremely helpful and I think that's extremely key for any relationship or any partnership that we want to enter into it's the ability to be vulnerable and communicate with others in an extremely open manner you know, everything that Joel and I talk about and we come to each other with is an open discussion. Um, and it is not me coming to her being like, you're doing this wrong, you know, you can't get this right, or anything along those lines. It is like, hey, like, this is what I'm feeling, this is what I'm noticing, and I feel like something's to change, and I would like to, like, figure out how we can find a solution together, you know, to, 
to so that I can feel better, so that I can feel at ease. Um, and it's an open discussion. Now we may not always agree. There are definitely things that Joel and I don't agree on, but being able to not agree on everything and still have like that respect and understanding for each other is also pretty key because we're not going to agree on everything in our life that seems ridiculous but there are going to be times that you know we're not going to agree we've got to learn how to get through it work through it and agree to disagree together and not have it hinder or put a damper in anything so this is really what i wanted to kind of like swing in and talk about and i know it's a lot but I think our partnerships and our relationships are extremely important. And I may not believe that they're any different than being in any other relationship. There's always the fear of telling that person and having them reject you. There's always the fear of them not really understanding or loving the real you and them just putting on this facade. And I think one of the best ways to kind of overcome that fear and to build the confidence to grow yourself, your relationship, your transition, is to be open and honest and communicate. Because you're going to find all the answers that you're looking for. You're going to feel more comfortable and confident when speaking to other people about your relationship when you've already had that dialogue between yourselves. And I think that is often overlooked miscommunicating is so easy to do. So being able to have that open line of communication and express to the other, this is what I heard, this is what I'm hearing, this is what I'm feeling, make, you know, making sure you're both on the same page is extremely important. And I wanted to make sure that I was able to talk about those with you today. And I wanted to make sure I was able to talk about, you know, the position and the understanding that Jewel has of my transition and how she does have the ability to out me and to speak freely of me being transgender. And if she's ever uncertain about it, she'll tell me. She's like, hey, I, I told someone and now I'm not really sure I should have. And we'll talk about it and we'll figure out whether or not like, it was a bad thing or a good thing. Now, I live in a safe area. Me coming out, me being outed is not near as big of a deal where I'm at is if I were anywhere else in the world. So we don't have that looming fear of what could happen if the wrong person finds out, like a lot of other, if not most, other trans people do. So I wanna make sure I highlight that and state, if you are not in the safest place to out yourself, do not do it. It's not worth the possible risk. Now, if you do feel like you are in a place where you can be yourself, you can express yourself and all of the awesomeness that you are without fear for your safety, I would recommend giving it a try. Because there is nothing more restraining than trying to hide the person that you are, especially from someone that you want to be in a relationship or a partnership with. So, I hope you all enjoyed this podcast. I really enjoyed recording it. And I will talk with you all next time. See ya. Okay, beautiful people. I've got to get real with you for a second. We are not mental health professionals, nor are we educational or medical experts. We are transgender individuals who understand that there is no one way or right way to transition. And sharing our stories and the tools that worked for us, we hope to encourage all of you to find what works best for you, and to know that you are worthy of love and acceptance. On behalf of the Transitioning Through Life team, we are so grateful that you're here. 
We hope this podcast is full of all the love, guidance, and support you are looking for. Make sure to subscribe and give us a review. Reviews really help us to grow and get our message out to more people, which in turn helps us get more great content out to you all. Also, I'm excited to announce that we have finally launched the first round of frequently asked questions regarding transitioning and the impacts being transgender can have. Head on over to transitionthroughlife.com to check them out.